You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. So glad that you're joining us again, and you are in for such a treat. So so our guest is going to be on in just one second. But before he comes on, this is all part of our amazing celebration of the men of co-creation. That's right. The Superpower Network celebrates the men of co-creation, men who have dedicated their existence to the pursuit of something beyond themselves. In areas like science, business, medicine, personal development, religion, family, relationships, and many others, these men have stepped up and said yes to co-creating a world that aims to inspire all of us. Thank you for modeling admirable character and honorable pursuits. We love you love each other. Today's conversation is definitely with one of those gentlemen, and we are going to be having a most important conversation. So that teases it just a little bit. But before we jump into that, we need to activate our superpowers, right? And so I'm going to show us all how. I think this is a good practice to get into. So we're going to model it here in Superpower Experts, because why not have fun with our existence, right? And so this is me gearing up to say, I think we can do this. Okay, so I'm going to model it. Ready? I'm Tonya Don Reckla, and I have superpowers. Okay, your turn. I am Chad Lefebvre, and I have superpowers. There you go. It was that simple. Beautiful. <laughs> so, so that's how we do it, right? We, we, we think that. We know that. And ever since 2016, we've been asking people, what are your superpowers? And I'll tell you what, every single person that's been on these shows, thousands of people have superpowers, right? And the more that we're willing to acknowledge that and recognize it within ourselves, the more we're willing to acknowledge it and recognize it in each other. With that in mind, we're going to open up today's conversation so you can learn all about Chad and this most important conversation we're going to have today. Chad, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? I guess if I were to narrow it down to two, I think I have way, way more than two. But um, one, I think the superpower that I've really been mastering over the last 10 years and that I think is one of the most important superpowers of the next 100 years is emotional intelligence or what I would call emotional sobriety. The ability uh, in the age of AI to be able to tap into our emotions and feel again, which is something that's uniquely human. And another superpower I would say that I have um, that I've never quite understood, and it's difficult to put a name or a word to it or articulation, but I would just summarize it as a knowing. I have this uncanny ability to kind of know where the wind is blowing, the trajectory of things, and uh, and be able to sort of act on it. And um, so I don't know what that's called, but there's a knowing, an intuition, perhaps, maybe you would call it that. I love that. I love that. And and those go really nicely into your kind of purpose. And of course, to encapsulate, you would be impossible. However, you do operate within an organization um, that 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 compels us to talk about these things like you're talking about. Tell us more about the most important conversation, how, how you've brought together people to say, hey, look, I think we need to be talking about some other things, or at least maybe in, a, in some other ways, right? How how did that come about? And, and um, goodness, I mean, it has a huge vision of, of the kind of world we can all share together. Share that with our audience, please. Yeah, well, a little bit of a quick backstory is, you know, I, I've been involved um, for almost 18 years in what we would call, you know, the personal development or the self-help space. 
Um, going back to you know those early days where I was co-producing a conference in Los Angeles and bringing some of the world's leading you know thought leaders and um, and speakers um, into sort of closed door conversations where we were talking about what was working and not working in the industry. And one of the things that kind of bubbled up through that series of dialogues at that time was that um, hum- you know the industry existed for the reason that human beings fundamentally wanted to transform something about themselves and the way they live. That's why it's there. And there was this disconnect that we observed in those dialogues that many human beings, most in fact, were not reliably being able to really kind of transform those areas of their lives. And then that fast forward to me into a series of experiences over the years dealing with behavioral scientists, neuroscientists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I was really curious to getting to sort of the source issue of what is it that um, makes human beings come alive. And one of the things that I concluded in all of this is that we have a society that is addicted to doing and is paying very little attention to who we are as a being. And so we get kind of stuck in these. Um, this inertia, I guess, this energy of doing this freneticism, and we kind of lose ourselves. It reminds me of what many uh, Buddhist monks have said over the years, you know, our objective in life is to remember who we were when we were born. Well, who was that person, you know, prior to all the conditioning, prior to all the systems and the structures? So that was going on. And that was sort of my, my journey. And then I started looking about five years ago at the trajectory of where we were going in the world. And how there were just more and more divisions, more tribalism, um, less conversation, more arguing. And I thought, you know what, we really need to shift things up and prototype something new for humanity and invite people into it. And so that began began the most important conversations initiative, which has evolved dramatically over five years. Beautiful. I love how you shared that story and the beautiful thread. And it's like, I also appreciate the parallels, right? It's so many of us on these walks feel called in to to step on those journeys in similar ways that you just described coming from different angles and and so i love how we can find ourselves in that and say yeah you know we we sense that too right and it's like oh enter us this is kind of where we came into the conversation of like yeah we were super curious about this aspect as well and so we developed it over here right and i love how these conversations are lighting up and i believe it's because many of us made that commitment just like you you got done saying of like we, I think we need to be having different conversations, um, be willing to to come together in different ways, right? In our world, it's managing our energetics differently. So we can have the conversation, mm-hmm. right? So all of us are sort of contributing to this picture of, but I think we kind of want it. And you said something so incredibly powerful that I think really speaks to today's age and why how we're able to even in, in invite in these dialogues. And it is that conversation around inviting and, and being someplace that attracts people in, that invites in, that that pull marketing, right, that we moved to um, with the internet. We can say what we will. Um, and one of the most amazing thing, gifts that it's offered us, the social media concepts in the internet is, is, is choice mm. in a really interesting way, right? We, all of the, we talk a lot about the downsides of it. One of the really, real huge positive benefits I've seen is, is it puts us back in this place of like, wait, hold on, like I can just click, right? Now, of course, with the energetics, we have to remember that we have choice to click, right? And that becomes a whole other dialogue. Um, but it opens us up into this space where now 
you can say like, we can talk about things, things that we would never have dreamt of talking about together. Mm-hmm. But, but to your point, we were doing it anyway. We just weren't doing it very well, right? We were just kind of yeah. arguing about it. And so we're going to save that until right after the break here. But before we jump into the break, Chad, let's tell people where they can go to find out more about you and the most important conversation, how they can get involved. Yeah, so two places. One is obviously the website, the most important conversations, plural. Um, and then also uh, Chad Lefebvre, I have a sub stack that people can go and find more of my personal writings and reflections around sort of what's behind all of this. Brilliant. I love that. So make sure you go and check that out, folks. Make sure you're also getting over to superpowerexperts.com if you want to know how to stay in that space so you can have these important conversations, whatever those might be in your world, those conversations that draw us closer together rather than dividing us even further, right? That that call us into communion and, and co-creation so we can step forward together, which Again, is the celebration this month as we're looking at and celebrating the men of co-creation. And we will be right back after the break talking all about with talking with Chad with them all about the most important conversations. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships? more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back here listening to the Science of Superpowers and watching the Science of Superpowers now on YouTube and Rumble. So thank you so much for following us over there. Um, Again, we're celebrating the men of co-creation this month. And today, Chad Lefebvre and I are having a most important conversation. And before the break, we talked about how how that developed, right? And where where the idea of the most important conversations came from. And really, this desire for, for us to commune in different ways, right? What kind of a world can we create? And, and I did it, you know, as a lot of us did during, during the pandemic, a lot of reflecting and sort of seeing, you know, what is it that we're, we're all saying right now? And we had had the luxury of talking with many, many, many people who work in spaces of transformation and they've been working in those spaces long before the pandemic, right? Um, I don't know if we were getting things ready, who knows what all of that was about, right? Cause here comes this pandemic and a lot of us saw, the culmination of things that we had been talking about or working on. And in that spot, I was really um, reflecting on all the conversations I had had with these brilliant people on the show. And, and and the commonality was, was we all do believe that we can do better. We all believe we can, we can have this kind of world where we can coexist. We, we've seen enough examples of it. And, and so then it becomes the question of, well, if that's really what we want, what would keep us from having that? Right. And I believe this conversation, the, the idea around having the conversation from an emotionally um, intelligent place an emotionally aware place, um, you know, you know, be, being present to how we're feeling isn't something most of us are trained in. So, Chad, how did you do that? Right. And this is all about the men of co-creation. And a lot of times we look at the masculine lenses as having issues with the, in the emotional department, but for sure the feminine lens has its issues in the emotional department. And we all get to share in that, right? Without looking at the binary. How did you, what, what was your walk in that um, as you developed your emotional intelligence to be able to sit here and say, I think, I think we can talk about these things. Yeah. 
well, it was it was kind of taking a step back and <clears throat> and working to decipher and and decode um, what is a human being like. What is the experience of a human being versus a human doing? And I always joke that you know it's it's so it's in the language, right? When the first time people often will meet someone, they you know they'll say you know what do you do? So we're obsessed with doing. And, um, and and so that leads us to a sort of a frenetic sort of experience that disconnects us from a sense of being. And so I started to look at sort of what it, what are the elements that would constitute you know a thriving human being? And one of them, obviously, I arrived at was was the fact that emotions are something that in our culture at least are often taught we're often taught to press down, to suppress, to ignore, to not give too much attention to. Um, and, um, and so I started looking at that and I realized that trauma is sort of informing a lot of the behavior that we're seeing in the world here. And a lot of that trauma exists because there are unexpressed emotions and have been unexpressed emotions in many, in many people's lives for decades. Um, and that, that, that they, so they end up in this inertia and this routine of a doing existence and they have shunned the being existence, which requires emotional awareness or intelligence or what I call the wisdom of emotions. Um, now, why does that matter? And, you know, we call the most important conversations the, the, what it is. Why we call it that is because human beings, one of the ways that human beings create is in conversation, is in dialogue, is in shared experience. Well, if we're not accessing our emotional states and we're not present to it and we're not masters over it, it's going to be very difficult for us to have any type of co-creative conversation with someone else without having these sort of nasty triggers that kind of pop up and make it difficult for us to be fully self-expressed, to be fully tapped in and aligned with who we are as a human being. And how do you create from a place when there's confusion within yourself? So the, the connection between what I call emotional sobriety, which includes emotional intelligence, and the ability to collaborate and to co-create is very tightly knit together. And what we're seeing, I think, culturally in our society in many areas right now are people trying to have a conversation, but because the emotional state of the human beingness has not been handled, and there's this focus only on the doing or mostly on the doing in many cases, it makes those conversations not co-creative and collaborative, but confrontational. And so you get that as an outcome when you don't have that emotional intelligence or sobriety or awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that really tracks because when we dove into the um, specifically the empathy um, in comparison to, um, you know, looking at the energetics, it gets real tricky in those spaces because we chose to, to peel apart those who are predisposed to what we would consider empathy versus those who really get their intuition through those emotional cues. Mm -hmm. Their techniques are very different. Their use of emotional energy is very different. And that's when we started to get real clear about how important it was to, to talk about, and, and to your point, to talk about what our experiences are, because we're not having the same experiences. Yeah. And we're interpreting each other's signals or our energetic signals from our own filtration processes, our mm -hmm. own systems. Yeah. And we're misinterpreting and we're misreading a lot of energetic signals because we don't know how to talk about our emotions, right? I mean, that mm -hmm. really is base camp, folks. <laughs> like mm -hmm. literally base camp. If you can't say, I feel sad, mm -hmm. right? We teach kindergartners that. I feel 
sad is a really important step before that person did it. Right. It's mm-hmm. a really important moment mm-hmm. in your existence. Even if you don't say it out loud, yeah. it is a really important moment in your, and it determines everything about how you create moving forward. And I dare say it is the thing that's going to allow people to make that shift from the mindset or the worldview of I am this way because these things happened to me versus I choose to be this way. So these things can happen for me. Right. And that switch, you cannot make that switch if those emotional programs run you. And if they run you, right, it's because you're unwilling. They're saying, Hey, we're on overload, dude. You're not paying any attention. (laughs) Right. They're going off and you're going, what? Nope. Nothing. Like I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. That override your system at some point, and usually at the most inopportune moment. Yeah, no, so for sure. So how do we help people with that? Yeah, go well, ahead. So, so our, so our program. So the most important conversations has many things going on that addresses this. One of the things that we do is we run a one year long workshop, and people are like, "What are you talking about? A one year long workshop? Who's going to sign up for that?" And my response is always, well, people go to church every week. So it's not, you know, outside of the realm of possibility that humans can do something with some form of regularity that is going to advance themselves, right? Internal discipline, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So, so yeah, we do it. It's, it's live, it's virtual. Um, and emotional sobriety is one of the topics that we deal with out of the 12. And we spend a month on each one of the topics all around, centered all around what it, what it means to be human and to thrive. And if people say, oh, well, you know, how does that impact my life? Well, it impacts everything because it's like the old saying, wherever you go, there you are. So if you're tending to your being, then you're also tending to your business, to your relationships, to your, you know, your. your I mean, you're tending to all of it. Right. And and so we see it as the most important conversation, which is, you know, who are we and why are we here and why do we do what we do? And. And so, you know, coming back to the, the the conversation around emotions and emotional sobriety, which includes emotional intelligence, it includes the ability to not chase an emotional state, whether you call that state happiness or sadness is irrelevant. We don't even label emotions as good or bad. They just are. And the ability to feel and to and to kind of glean the awareness from what's going on in the moment really what it's telling us is whether we are in alignment with our true authentic self or not and so we're interested in alignment and um and creating uh, alignment in people what we have found is it creates all these other things like happiness contentment peace you know creativity explodes when we're in alignment everything starts to seem effortless and we drop into these flow states And so that's what we're interested in creating a community around, because we think by doing that, we can have a profound and positive impact on the trajectory of of where we're going as human beings. And I'll say one last thing. In the age of AI, I think that is more critical than ever, because if the AI is going to take a lot of sort of the left brain, lower level thinking and doing that for us, the doing part of that thinking um, the question I have, I ask is, well, who are the human beings instructing the AI to do whatever it's doing? And what emotional states are they coming from? Are they coming from a habituated, unconscious, reactive state? Or are they coming from an emotionally sober, present state, completely with complete with self-awareness? So I think I it's more important that. than ever. 
And we no need to wait for the whole AI scare, folks, because let me just just drop this spoiler in. That's exactly how we program ourselves. Yeah. You have a creature, you have a little Frankenstein AI robot, whatever you're crafting in there of yourself, you're programming it. Right. And and so for us creatives, I'm just gonna kind of shoot us off into the galaxy for half a heartbeat. If you want to know truly how to ride the waves during those quickenings, how to stay on top of things, how to connect into the field as those manipulations, those machinations are coming towards you, this is how you do it. If your avatar, if you haven't learned how to program your avatar to withstand those emotional waves as they come through, you can't take your eyes off of it, which means you're not available to be looking ahead at what comes next. You can't be in multiple places unless you're the one that programmed the aspect of you that's running you while well, you're off in la la land, right? If you're out creating and you want to be ride these consciousness waves and all of the stuff that we love to do to change the world, we have to be able to distill that down into who we're being in every moment, because that is exactly how we create. Our thoughts aren't enough. Mm-hmm. Who we're being in the moment tells everything, says everything about how we know ourselves to create. Mm-hmm. So this is not simply for those of you who just want to get a handle on your emotions. This is for those of you who think you, you, you want to change the world, but you can't quite figure out why it's not changing around you, right? Because these have to get addressed, right? And fun story, if, you, if that's too pie in the sky, if that's too woo-woo for you, too out there, if the personal development stuff just isn't your, your cake, I'll tell you, we taught this stuff to counterintelligence agents. When they came to us to write a class on lie detection, and critical thinking. And we we're like, uh, no, but we'll teach congruency because it works 100% of the time. You align yourself, you know yourself, you program yourself, you operate yourself, you manage yourself, you know your own dominion and sovereignty. You know everything else. All yeah. that's perfect for you. That is the alert. All this time we want to spend everywhere else but inside of ourselves is a waste of effort until we know this. So if that doesn't bode well for that program, Chad, I think a year is too short, honestly. Oh, oh yeah. So these are decades in the making, <laughs> folks. These do not change overnight. And if you're yeah. serious about knowing how to create that vision you're holding, how to have the relationships that you want, then you're going to have to invest some time in deconstructing those programs and learning how to create new ones, which means spending time with people who choose to do that on the regular. Yeah. Oh, that's not sexy or fun, right? No, it's very sexy and fun. And we're having tons of fun over here. Superpower experts, just like I'm sure they are over the most important conversation. We're so, so incredibly happy to know that you're out there doing your work. And so honored, Chad, uh, Mm. for you stepping into this space, standing up and saying, hey, we're going to do differently, folks. We can't keep doing things the way that we've been doing if, if we want more for us. And we want more for us. And so, Chad, from our hearts to you, Thank you for for being a man of co-creation and being willing to say, hey, I believe in us. Mm -hmm. I believe in us and we can do this better. So thank you. Final thoughts before we sign off, Chad. Yeah, I guess just a few final thoughts is just to echo what you were just saying, Tonya, which is that, you know, I would say to people, and I often do, you didn't get to where you are right now and what you're experiencing in life in uh, three days or five days or seven days. So so why w- would people think that by just going to a three-day conference or a workshop or buying a book or something is going to really transform anything? Um, if we're looking for true transformation, 
um, you got to put the, the work in. And I found that when people get really honest, they realize that um, what they're usually avoiding is the effort that's required for that. So it's easier to kind of just look out there instead of looking in here. But it is so rewarding for those of you who commit to doing the work, your entire life will reorient around you when you focus on who you're being. So those are my final thoughts. Beautiful, Chad. Well, thank you there. Beautiful final thoughts. Go check out Chad's work again. Where do you want to send them, Chad, for that? The most important conversations, plural.com or um, Chad Lefebvre uh, in Substack. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, folks, again, thank you so much for being here. Go over to superpowerexperts.com. If you want to know how to feel in command of yourself, right, energetically, to know what that, to remember what it feels like, to be able to sit in that space, in that calm, to get back there just like that so that you can exercise this freedom of choice that we have, this beautiful ability to say, wait, I I think I'm going to say something different here. I think I'm going to opt out of of this particular um, conversation. I I think I'm going to actually enjoy this conversation because it, it it feels like it leads more more closely to what it is I want to live into. Those moments in our life matter more than you could ever know, right? Until you start putting them together and 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 you see it and then you're free, right? You're free because it's all in you and you have everything you need. So come, let us help you light that up. Whatever wherever you resonate, find the folks who are saying you are more. We believe in you, right? And we're going to hold that vision for you when you maybe sometimes forget yourself, right? So thank you all for all of that. I'm going to just continue with my platitude, but thank you again for all the work here and for joining us at the Science of Superpowers. We'll sign off now. Chad Lefebvre has been here and we've been having a most important conversation, folks. Until next time, love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.